Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and this is episode five, coming into you hot on Valentine's Day. If you're listening the day this is actually released, I release a podcast pretty much every Thursday of the week, and today just happens to be Valentine's Day. Um, this podcast is not going to be a self-love and love, love, love podcast. Talk about that stuff all the time, and I just wanted to change it up. I didn't want to be typical on a day where I'm sure you're already getting inundated with thoughts like that. So today's podcast is helping you change your mindset to stop saying you're fine and to actually get you thriving in your life. I am so excited about this topic. It's something that I've been personally reading about and working on, and I cannot wait to share some tips and tricks so that we can all fabulously thrive together. Don't forget that wherever you listen to your podcast, I appreciate your review and your rating so much. It takes just a couple of minutes and it means the world to me so that I can continue to show up and share these thoughts and ideas and encouragement with you every single week. So anyways, let's go ahead and jump right in. So I think it's important to first talk about what fine really means. In theory, it means everything's okay, like nothing's great, but nothing's bad. However, I feel like anytime the answer is, I'm fine, usually it's kind of said passive aggressively or not really meaning things are okay, right? Like someone's like, are you sure you're okay? You're like, I'm fine. Or, you know, you're having a bad day and checking in, how are you doing? I'm fine. Right? Like it's never said, I'm so fine right now. That's just not how we talk about it. But how often do you just accept fine for your life, fine for your relationships, fine for your job, fine for your health? At the end of the day, it can feel more comfortable to just be complacent and just accept that fine is where you're going to be. And I want to shake you right now and say you don't have to settle for that. You can thrive in so many ways and thrive in so many aspects of your life, and you absolutely deserve that. And I don't, I can't believe that enough for you, but I want you to hear me say it, and I'm going to say it over and over again. Maybe I should just have a whole podcast being like, you are worthy of this. You are worthy. Just kidding. But I do feel like so often when it comes to really believing that our life can be more than just fine, we have to first realize that we are worthy of that. We are worthy of the work because honestly, it does take work. If it was easy to be successful and have thriving marriages and thriving health and thriving jobs, everyone would be there. But the reality is that the baseline fine is what's most acceptable and typically the easiest. And I say easiest in a way that means it takes the least amount of resistance, it's a passive way to live, but ultimately, is it really easy when you look at these aspects of your life and you're just not happy with them? You're just disappointed, ultimately because you know you were created for more, you know you're capable of more. I genuinely don't believe that we were put on this earth to work, eat, sleep, and die, right? We are made for so much more than that. But so many of us accept or believe that it's just too hard and it's ultimately not worth it. And yet while believing it's not worth it, we still resent the people that have it or we're still jealous of the people that have it or we're constantly wishing things were different. So 
At the end of the day, you are capable of thriving, but you have to stop holding yourself back. You have to stop believing the lie that maybe you've believed for a really long time, that you're not worthy of it, that it's not going to be that way for you, that you're not that special and deserving of it. You have got to let that go because at the end of the day, it's you standing in your own way. And I'm going to reiterate that over and over again because I also think that's so important. You could have more of what you wanted if you got out of your own way. If you believed that you were worthy of it. That simple shift gives you the power to make those decisions again. So when it comes to thriving, you kind of need to think, where do I want to thrive in my life? Okay, of course, we all want to thrive everywhere. That would be amazing. But let's just focus in on one area for now. So where's an area that kind of popped into your head like, I really wish this was different? I'm sure a lot of you kind of have that focus or that goal around your health just because of the basis of this podcast, right? So maybe your health is really an area where you feel like, oh, I just want this to be a thriving area for me. I want to feel strong. I want to have energy. I want to feel connected to my food, but free from guilt and shame around it too. Or maybe it's your job. Maybe you're in a job that you've been in for a few years and you're not satisfied, you're not super happy, it's just fine, but you ultimately always believed that you would love your job and that it would be an amazing thing to go into work most days of the week and really enjoy what you do. So maybe for you, thriving is where you want to start with your work. I don't really care where you start. I just want you to start. I just want you to pick an area to focus on today and focus on moving forward for some time where you can really put some energy into thriving. Now, I do want to kind of make this little asterisk, which I feel like I do all the time. I'm like, and side note to that, but I do think this is important. I think sometimes when we're deciding where we want to thrive more, it can come from two different places. The first place I think is not very productive and not very helpful, minus like a little bit. And that first area is comparing yourself. So if you're feeling like your job isn't thriving, your marriage isn't thriving, or your body isn't thriving or whatever, because of the comparison to someone else, then I challenge you to really step out of that and kind of rethink it a little bit. Because at the end of the day, there will more than likely always be somebody who has a what appears to be better marriage or better relationships, a better job, a healthier body, a better job, I already said a better job, um, whatever else that might be. So it can seem so, you know, not fair when you're not feeling like you're thriving in an area because so-and-so is. And yet at the end of the day, if that's where you wanting to really flourish in your life is rooted from, it will never be enough. You have got to choose to do things out of a different space than comparing yourself to someone else. It can, I like using comparison in a little way because I think it can shine a light on areas that we might not really as willingly open ourselves up to. So maybe someone you follow or someone in your life has this aspect of their lives that you are really kind of envious of. And you never really thought that you would have been envious of something like that until you see what it can look like played out. And that opens your eyes to something like, huh, I wouldn't have thought I cared so much about 
blank. Being able to travel or saving up and buying my own house or being able to run a marathon, whatever that might be, right? So I would say use comparison with a grain of salt, but for the most part, if you are seeking after an area that you want to thrive solely because you perceive it in someone else's life, I challenge you to rewind and maybe focus on something else first. Because I think the second reason that I really encourage you to make this decision from is ultimately wanting to thrive because you know you were made for more. Because you know you are worthy of more. And there is something in you that says, I can do better than this. I can do more than this. And that little voice you need to give action to. Because that part of you that believes that you're worthy of that change is the part you need to feed. Because that change is so good and change is going to happen all the time. So if you can learn to sort of embrace it and go with it and be open to it and know you were made for it and made for more than that, then you're going to thrive so much easier. So when it comes down to it, if you want to thrive in your job, or your health, or your relationship, make sure it's coming from a place of knowing you're worthy of it and you're created for it, not just because someone else has it. So hopefully you've kind of narrowed in on an idea you wanna focus in. So how do you do that, right? The first step is you have to no longer accept just fine. You have to say, I no longer am willing to accept that this is my life. I am no longer willing to live day in and day out, humdrumming along until I die. That has to be off the plate. Now, there's a difference between complacency and contentment. And I think contentment breathes joy because you are joyful and thankful for all that you have. However, you can be content and growing. Complacency kind of removes the growing and the joy. I feel like it feels a lot more apathetic and accepting and just fine, right? So you have to stop being complacent Stop accepting that fine is the right answer and build towards change, build towards thriving. So you've picked that one area and you've now no longer accepted that fine is the answer. Now that you've no longer accepted that, you need to breathe life into the fact of how amazing you are, how special you are, how worthy you are. You were created in mind for a beautiful purpose in this world. There was intention in you being on this earth. And I believe that so strongly. Whether you believe in God or whether you believe in just something greater than yourself, knowing that you were created specifically and purposefully gives true meaning to your life. And you must know that you being here is important and needed and necessary, and that you're worthy to walk in those footsteps. You're worthy to take up that space. You are meant for a life, like I said, that is more than just working and breathing and eating and comparing and dying. You really were created for more than that. Now, that doesn't mean that life is always going to be easy because there's purpose in it, but it gives meaning to all aspects. So knowing that there's a reason you're here and maybe it's to impact the few people around you or maybe it's to impact many people, but there's purpose in your life. So once you kind of have infused this power 
that you're allowed to take up space, which you know how to do that, right? We've got affirmations, we've got journaling, we've got gratitude, we've got self-help books. You know, you have my worth more than your weight workbook. I am happy to coach you through some of those mindset shifts. But this is a huge, important step because you have got to mindfully with power move forward. As you're moving forward into step number three, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. There's a book that I'm reading and it's called The War of Art, The War on Art, The War of Art. And it's all about the resistance we feel against our creativity and how resistance is so common as you're trying to push through and do something different, as you're trying to creatively create, as you're trying to make change in the world. The resistant part of us is strong because it is comfortable, because it is easy. And we have to get comfortable feeling that discomfort a little bit. Because change doesn't happen in a one, two, three day, 24 hour span. It takes work and it takes time and it takes actions that you wouldn't really otherwise do if you weren't trying to thrive in your life. Now, again, here's another asterisk, asterisk number two of the podcast. I am all about listening to your body and listening to what you genuinely need for yourself. I think that that is so important to be connected to knowing, is my body too tired to work out? Is my mind too tired to commit to this activity? Is my, you know, this just, am I not in the right space for this? However, however, so often we give that voice over to laziness And the laziness is not about truly not feeling like this is the right thing. It just doesn't sound great. It just kind of feels uncomfortable. It's like, I know I need to, but I don't want to. And when you don't want to, but you know you need to because you ultimately want what that result will be, then you need to go do it. And you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And this is something that Mel Robbins said in her book, Stop Saying You're Fine, that if you actually did everything that you never felt like doing, you'd pretty much have everything you ever wanted. Sure, give or take a handful of things, but think about it. If you moved your body in the way you knew you needed to but didn't feel like it, if you ate the way you knew you needed to but didn't feel like it, got the sleep, had the conversation, made the phone call, applied for whatever, all the things you don't feel like doing and you did, think about all you would have as a result of that. But it's uncomfortable. So babe, get comfortable being uncomfortable. As we move forward through this, I think a lot of the time we can get really narrowed in on how this is supposed to go, right? Let's say your goal is you have some weight that you wanna lose. Losing weight is not a shameful thing. It is not, I don't never want to demonize it. I only focus in on your um, reasoning behind it and the identity that you give to yourself through it. However, weight loss is a very common goal. However, many people have done the same types of things for many, many years with very little success. So instead, this time, If you are choosing to thrive in an area that you have actively tried out before in, I want you to, for step number four, think creatively. 
think differently about it. And maybe you draw out a map and you put in the middle and circle it what your thriving goal is. And on the outside, you list different ways that you can do that and different workouts you could try, different recipes you could eat, different people you can ask for help from, different books you can read, different things, and really focus in on what are the things I've already tried to do that haven't worked? How can I prepare for that roadblock in the future? Because it'll come up, right? There'll be a day you don't feel like working out. There'll be a day where you don't feel like eating one single vegetable. There will be a day where lots of those things just don't feel convenient. And you're going to have to figure out how do I motivate myself outside of that and beyond that? Because those days will come but they're much easier to work through when you've prepared for them. And there, of course, are those days you should rest. And of course, those days where don't worry about the vegetables today. But that is not the overall daily thriving life that I know you want for yourself. So don't fall back into old patterns and let yourself sit there again and just be like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Someone I love very dearly likes to say, it is what it is what it is. And every time she says it, it grates me oh so hard (laughs) because it isn't just it is what it is what it is. You're accepting that. You're accepting that it's fine and there's nothing you can do about it. And very often there is something you could choose to do about it if you were willing to be uncomfortable and get a little creative. Now, I've said this before as we move on step number five to a thriving life Focus on just one thing and just do it. Even after you've maybe mapped out all these different creative ideas to get a new job or go out on a date or completely change your marriage, whatever, just start with one thing and do it. You have just a few seconds to shift and change And I really encourage you to act on it immediately. So after this podcast or through this podcast, as soon as you think of something, just do something. Just whatever it is, send the email, make the phone call, book the class, order the program, whatever, but act on it. Because again, you need to feed that voice inside of you that knows you were made for more and you need to show that I believe that too and here's how I'm showing you. Here's how I'm rewarding you. Here's how I am believing that for me too. So you need to act on it. Because if we say, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, you're going to listen to this podcast, I don't know how many months from now, and be like, well, shoot. I have been living just fine, complacently, If I had have just acted on a handful of these things, who knows how different this would be. Don't be that person. You are listening to this episode for a reason, and I strongly believe that you are capable of changing and shifting. But just pick one thing and start. Just go. Doesn't have to be huge. Doesn't have to be monumental. But each day or each moment or whatever that looks like, just do one thing and just act on it. Sometimes we just need to switch our brain off. And stop asking, how do I feel about it? Just do it. It's like, if you need to go work out in the morning, I mean, you need to set your tennis shoes next to your bed, sleep in your workout clothes, water bottle is already prepped, route is already planned, to where you can just turn off your brain, slip on your tennis shoes, and get outside. And it takes almost no brain power. Because as soon as we start letting ourselves challenge and argue, that resistance can win a lot of the time because it typically has. So you have to almost plan, right, for those roadblocks, 
and get ahead of it. And finally, as you are choosing to thrive, just keep showing up for yourself. Just keep showing up for you. And maybe some people in your life won't understand. And maybe it'll make some people in your life uncomfortable. Or maybe there will be certain people in your life that you decide don't need to be a part of your thriving life. Whatever that is, keep showing up for yourself. Keep believing that you are worthy of living in a deeper way than you think you might be told or that you have been told. I am so thankful that I believe that I was created for more than just living and breathing and dying. That God created me with a purpose and a passion and a dream. And that is why I show up every week doing my podcast and writing my blog post and just hoping that the encouragement that you feel makes a small difference in your life. And the truth is, it is not always easy. There is not always a fount of ideas. But I get comfortable being uncomfortable and working on it and making time for it. And you can do those things too. Because those things add up and those things matter. And you are going to make a difference. And you're going to be an amazing example for the people around you because there is a light that shines when you are thriving and feeling joyful in your life, even through challenging times. There is something different about the people who are thriving through all aspects. And you can be one of those people too. So you need to get out of your own way Start believing that you are worthy. Focus in on that one thing. Get creative about it. Get uncomfortable being comfortable. And just move forward. Go and act. Within the next five or ten minutes, do something. You already know what you want to start on. You already know what you want to start working on. Go and do it. I believe you can. I absolutely believe you're worthy. Even if you're not listening to this on Valentine's Day, show yourself some love today and do it because you are absolutely 100% worth it and worth a life that is so much more than maybe you've ever believed. I hope you'll have an incredible and wonderful day and that this maybe inspired you. If it did, or if you know someone that could really use this little kick in the tush, go ahead and share it with them. You never know. And I will be chatting and sharing again with y'all next week. Bye, guys.